Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Experts Podcast. Hello, Lana Hill. Hello, Nick Hayes. Uh, oh, you know what? What? I tell you what, the weekend and the week kicks off beautifully if you've had a good night's sleep. Yes. How's your sleeping patterns going? Are you, do you get a good <sighs> night's sleep? Oh, look at that. That was a. There was a big sigh there. Yeah, I'm on and off. I've been a bad sleeper my whole life, on and off. I'm getting a little better because, I, you know, you have to put these things in place. But I wish I was a better sleeper. I, look, I've got to say I'm sleeping beautifully at the moment. But I do know, <laughs> I do know when, you, when you're having a bad one, yeah. it just mounts up. And I think also too, because my kids have gone beyond sort of eight and ten. Oh, maybe that's you, the got, problem. You've got younger ones. Hate to Talk sleep. Let's talk to an expert in this space. Her name's Shay Morrison. She is the co-founder of the Good Night Company, Good yes. Night Co. Welcome, Shay. Thanks for having me. Hey, this couldn't be a better topic. It's one that I am, and it looks like Lana needs more of, <laughs> in that sleep, we sometimes, don't we underestimate the power of sleep? Yep. I think we absolutely underestimate it, considering it is the third pillar of health, so it's pretty important. It's so important, and I think it's one of those things that you think, well, you know, you always are reminded when you don't have enough of it. You you sense it, you feel it. It's, oh, it's something that you just really want more of. Um, but talk to us, Shay. What, what, talk to us about the Good Night Co. What is that uh, that you guys do, and uh, and how have you positioned yourself there as the the sleep experts? We're we wanting to run a mission to help the world fall back in love with sleep and, um, and I guess put it on people's radars. Like I mentioned before, it is the third pillar of health and it comes just after diet and exercise. So it's a pretty important topic for our overall health and well-being. And if we don't have those three working in synergy together, um, then, you know, there can be some major health um, ramifications that, or fallouts that come from that. So at the Good Night Co, we're providing products, education and tools for people to understand why sleep is important, how they can get more of it, and then just to be there as a, as a guide around creating ritual, talking about why you need to have a great sleep-wake pattern. So all the things that come um, around the topic of sleep. It's so important, isn't it? And I think, I don't know, it's obviously always been important, but I think it's just, you know, the illness of the modern era is just a whole bunch of us aren't sleeping, you know, enough hours. The quality of our sleep isn't good. Mm. Technology obviously plays a huge part. So, Shay, I'm interested from a media perspective, you know, it's, it's obviously we all know how important it is. Have you found that the media is really receptive to what you do? I mean, we can obviously sit here and agree with you on how important it is. <laughs> Definitely. And I think that um, there's been some certain topics. In particular, um, insomnia has been a big one um, around breaking down what actually is insomnia and do I have it, um, you know, and what do I do if I do think that I might have insomnia. 
Um, so that's been a, a, a very topical one, as well as sleep and weight loss has been a really um, interesting yes. topic of conversation. So, uh, yes, yeah, been very well received, definitely. Technology is obviously another big key, key one, along with anxiety and stress. Anxiety and stress and technology would probably be the two biggest influencing factors. I think anxiety and stress, absolutely. If I, if I look back at the times where I've struggled to go to sleep, that would be it. And particularly a lot of business owners and people that are responsible for others. It, yeah. it, it is something that is big. Shay, I wanted to ask you around, you know, we're, we're living in a pandemic. We're living in COVID-19 times. Has this particular time been a stressful time for, uh, for people and their sleep? Or, or are, we, are we just getting on the, on the wines and, uh, and, and, and knocking ourselves <laughs> out? out each night. <laughs> I think that both of those things are happening and unfortunately as much as I love a glass of wine, it is not the best way it is not the best thing for us to resort to yeah. if we are feeling stressed and anxious. So it is a, it's a bit of a um, a cycle there. And uh, you know, on a more serious note, it, stress and anxiety is on the rise even though you know, in Australia, we feel like we've got things under control a little bit with COVID. Um, it's certainly, um, you know, it, there is an aftermath of the stress and anxiety still living because you might be somebody who's got, who, who you know, might be in a household where parents have lost their jobs or, um, you know, family members, or you might be someone who has a family member stuck overseas and can't get back, or, you know, you might have been a you know, any of those children that particularly that were living in Melbourne that had all of that time at home last year um, who were away from their, their friends that caused lots of stress and anxiety. So it's affected so many different age groups in so many different ways. It's so true, Shay. I, I want to ask, is, is sleep always been a, you know, I guess a, a passionate a passion of yours it would sound yes. it's a weird sounding question but because your your background isn't necessarily sort of like a clinical sleep specialist is it no no it's not at all I, my background is actually um in the, the media side yeah. in, in radio advertising um but i am somebody who's always been very health and wellness um focused and Sleep is been has been a passion of mine because I was somebody who already always needed to know um, I needed my minimum eight hours sleep oh, a night. You're a good sleeper, and so I would. I'm a good sleeper, but I but if I'm not if I don't get it, I'm not a good person. So I needed to work out what time am I waking up and what time am I going to go to bed, and that's what that's how I sort of I was like, oh, I actually can't do that because I need to go to bed. Um, so I was I'm, I'm that person who's just been very conscious that if I don't get sleep, I you know, I'm not a very nice person to be around. Oh, uh, look, and, and and coming you you coming from the advertising industry, you don't get a lot of sleep just quietly um, because there's a lot well, of right. extracurricular activities that yeah. go on after. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I've I, I've worked in that sort of space in the past myself. Not necessarily direct for you know the the sort of major media houses that you've worked for, but I do know that there's a lot of socialising there. And you're right. Eight hours sleep. Can I just tell you one thing too, Shay? Because the one thing I remember back in my days when I was in the army, they <laughs> they lights out at ten p.m. Lights not back on till six a.m. So there's your eight Perfect. hours. Wow. They knew Perfect. you need eight hours, and I can tell you what. The minute your head hits the pillow at 10, you're out. Oh. And the minute the, the siren goes off, the reveille goes off at, uh, at 6 a.m., you're up. 
and you just set for the day. And it's wow. such an important part, I think. You know, if, if anyone, particularly when you're in a, in a in an army situation or in a um, a training position, you need your eight hours sleep. Absolutely, I Absolutely. fantasize about that kind of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and and Nick, you also hit the nail on the head there, where you mentioned that they say they they do lights out. Light is one of the biggest influencing. Um, influencing factors when it comes to sleep and I think that we as society are not totally across that so when it comes to light even though we, we, there's a lot of um, press around blue light and red light and all the different types of light but actual just light so the light that we have on in our homes at night time um, we need to start addressing that because that's also causing some sleep problems for people. Absolutely. And look, um, I fell asleep on my smartphone the other day, Shay. I downloaded an app. Oh, wait, to assist you with sleep. Oh, God, that was a really bad joke that didn't go anywhere. I downloaded an app. Oh, you downloaded a nap. Shay got it. Oh, she's in the sleep space. I'm glad because I don't. I feel like the, more, there would have been some listeners, Nikkei's, that wouldn't have quite. I'm glad I had to reply I four, that. I got four more people, so watch out for them. But, but this is Shay. This is a really good point to segue towards what technology and particularly um, communications. I, I think you know we download. We are an on-demand consumer today. So I, I've even recently found myself sort of staying up that extra download of a Netflix show yeah. or be able to do that because I can. Mm. How much of an effect has that had on sleep uh, generally? Huge. It, yeah. is having, it is having a huge impact. And, you know, the, the scary part for us is that, it, yes, we're talking as adults about it having an impact on us, but we're, we're old enough to be able to be making our own decisions. It's where it's having a big impact is on the younger generation who may not um, be as quite as in control as what they need to be. And parents are not really governing this space. And it's definitely um, causing a lot of problems in the younger and the teenage years. I think that's really important, isn't it, Lana? Because when you think about it, back when we were growing up, you would just turn on the TV, turn it off. That was your only real access to screen time. Um, Yeah, there was radio, there was all that sort of thing. But the technology there wasn't something that we had at the click of a button. Like we literally could pull anything away. And, you know, now that we can do it, we think that we almost should or... Uh, just because we can is not a reason why we should. I, I, no. I, I think we've really got to be conscious of this. Yep, I agree. And I think it's those sort of like chronic problems, you know, like a chronic sleep issue or, a you know, any kind of health issue that just is there for a really long time. It's, um, yeah, something that can have a massive impact. Shay, I, I want to ask about your – well, you touched on your background before earlier and I was just – um, having a look through your Instagram page, The Good Night Co., you have a huge social media following. How have you found that whole, I guess, you know, it's a, it's a new, it would have been quite a new premise, um, The Good Night Co., when you started your business seven odd years ago. Did social media play a really big part in in building awareness and, and getting your brand out there? Absolutely. It was definitely in the um, beginning stages. Unfortunately, we were we missed the organic um, ah. growth opportunity phase. Um, you know, very much when we started, it was very it was switching towards more of the you know pay to play space. Um, but but you know, 
Instagram and Facebook have played a major role in the success of the growth of the company and really providing that opportunity of growing community, um, that community environment for our customers. Oh, that's awesome. It's it, so important. Yeah, it is. And look, before we Shay, before we dive deep into some of your media experiences and what you've done there, uh, the other big thing that I, I think we really need to really cover off here is uh, what the future looks like for sleep because I think we, we seem to be living in a fast-paced world. Social media is out there. We seem to be having to be wanting to be connected. There's fear of missing out, FOMO, lots of things mm. going on, so much distraction there. But sleep has to be a priority. How are you going about placing it as, as, as someone's and an individual's um, priority list, getting it there right at the top of the mountain? I think, uh, yeah, it's a really interesting topic and, and it, it's broken down to, into a couple of levels because we're dealing with customers who, or people who don't even know that sleep is their problem. Yeah. So we're addressing those people separately. So really um, highlighting the symptoms that you might be feeling um, and then addressing that as, a oh, you might have a, a sleep problem and then trying to help them on that journey of recognising some really basic, simple things. So sleep is actually not that complex, but what it does require is commitment, um, commitment to change, commitment to the process, which is as simple as identifying when you might need to be um, putting your phones down or disconnecting, turning and dimming those lights in the house. Are you supporting your body and your mind through a simple routine, which might just be three steps? Um, and they're signaled. So, you know, we're smart. Our, our, we are smart people and our bodies and our brains respond to, um, to routine, so continually doing a task. So it's just breaking that down, identifying a sleep-wake pattern. So going to bed roughly at the same time and waking up at the same time is really important. And all of those things are really easy and achievable. So not, not trying to provide too much overwhelm for people because I think that's when um, they give up because it's too hard. Yeah, so true. It's um, it's definitely something you've got to commit to. I want to really quickly ask about your podcast too, Shay, because it's you know you've and I was just looking earlier at the um the topic you had or the person you interviewed around why women are more likely to um be diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and I know that's mm. something I think about a lot. And my partner says to me, "You've got to sort out your sleep problem because it's not just you know that you need a bucket load of coffee to operate every day. It's actually got some serious health issues." <laughs> Before we dive into that, you, when, yeah. let's just let's just work with your sleep issues at the moment. <laughs> no, what, what are what are they? What are they? What do you do? Do you find yourself staying up too late? No. Are you thinking, overthinking? What are your things? Because I look, I do know, and I think every everyone that's listening to this today will have had sleep issues in the past, mm. and there's certain things that will keep you up. And I will tell you, it is the most. It is the most innocuous things that keep me up at night, the most <laughs> stupidest of things, and all the big problems, I just sleep them off. But what are what are your issues? <laughs> Sorry, Shay, I've hijacked the, the podcast But I think it's a really good point that everyone will have individual yeah. sleep deprivation or issues there with them. And I think, wh- why do you have issues? I'm bad on both sides. I don't know why. And I can remember even as a kid laying with, like, looking at the ceiling, but not... Number one, I find it hard to get to sleep. But number two, I find it hard to stay asleep. Right. And my brain, I don't think fully ever kind of, 
Yeah, don't know. I feel like I don't really get into that REM sleep. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's the overthinking, but sometimes it can just be, yeah, you do all the right things. No coffee after midday, no sort of sugar, read a book, devices away, and you just have a bloody terrible night's sleep. So Shay, so Shay is Lana going to have Alzheimer's when she's <laughs> older? That's where we're getting to. <laughs> oh, I, look, Lana, I, you know, at this point, I, I really think that you um, should go and seek some and, and, and I say this in actual seriousness, go and get some, some advice. So go and, and seek some extra advice from a GP or from a health professional because, you know, in your case, there are some, depending on who you are and the type of person, what's going on, there, there may be some other issues underlying there as well. And given that sleep is so critical for our all of our major organs and our brain function and we're talking about Alzheimer's, this topic is so important to me because yeah. as women, we are actually more susceptible to, to get Alzheimer's. And in our mid-years, so where I'm at right now, is the time that we can make those changes of influence because by the time we get to our 60s and 70s, it's too, it's, you know, too, late. It's, it's too late to make those changes. So we could probably help it, but we're not going to stop it from necessarily happening. Yeah, and I think it's babies too. It's my youngest; he's four mm. now. But I, you know, and I'm definitely sleeping better now than what I was two or three years ago. But yeah, I think as women, you just sort of always sleeping with one eye open, almost. Hey, and don't forget the dads. Yeah. The dads That's also. True, Nikes. <laughs> but, That's true, Nikkei. That's very good dads. Very good dads. Only the very good dads, Shay. You're right. <laughs> but look, mums. I think it does naturally come with what you, you, you sort of in what your body, just, what you're built to yeah. do. And, and I think that just on that, Shay. Because it's we talk about our personal sleep. What about children's sleep? Because is that something that you deal with and, and are able to work with? Because I think possibly the number one issue for any parent out there, other than you know, obviously <laughs> feeding, um, other issues around, you know, what's life going to look like for them when they're eighteen and twenty years of age, is just the sleep factor for babies and children. Have you have you got a position there? Do you help and support there? Uh. I have such a strong position on on this topic, and and it's a very controversial topic, um, I think as well. But I am someone from the school of thought around uh, routine. Yeah. So you know, I'm a routine based person, and I think in life, we as all human beings actually need routine, and that's how we function. And I think that there is no better way than creating routines early on for babies so that they understand what needs to happen. So we're not born, you know, if you think about it at a baby stage, we're not born, a babies, they're not born to know how to sleep. So we have to help them and we have to provide the, the foundation for them to know. And that's our job. And so it is so important that we do that and that we create, we give them all of that help so that they can get the most sleep that they need because that's, that, that's how they're developing all of their, you know, their whole body. Yeah, I so totally I'm, agree. I'm very big on that. Yeah, it's a it is a big issue, and 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 as you said, it can be a bit controversial because there's all different ways. And I'm with you on the routine factor. Yeah, I think ditto. routine, just about in everything, until they're 75 years of age, I think we should all be in routines just quietly. <laughs> hey, here's a little interesting factoid for you all. Did you know that tall people, tall people, sleep longer in bed? <laughs> Was that another bad joke? <laughs> 
<laughs> you had me for a millisecond. Same. I'm feeling it last Really? Same, I'm glad it wasn't you just me. Oh, my God. I don't think you guys have worked out. I don't, you know, I'm, I've had a good night's sleep. I'm, All right. I'm on fire that wasn't here bad. at the moment. That wasn't bad in any case. Now, Shay, look, I want to talk to you about your media because it has been really interesting. And you, you sort of, Lana did broach on the subject there about what media's attention would it be like. But what about you? What do you, what media do you like to work with? Has radio, I can see that you've, you've been on 2GB, 3AW, you've been on just about all the radio stations around uh, the country. Is radio been the, the prolific media that uh, has worked for you? Yes, I think radio, you know, radio is coming from a radio background myself and, and having and selling it for a long time. I think radio is such a, a great place to communicate message, um, particularly, you know, when you're talking to wonderful people who ask the right questions and are really interested um, and, you know, it is such a great, great platform to get your message and your brand and your story out there and to genuinely help people because, you know, people are listening to the radio for companionship and information um, and news and they're, they're generally listening to, the, to their favourite announcer or somebody that they respect. So I think it's a great platform. I noticed too that you've been on the House of Wellness. Yeah. Uh, we, yes. we, we on with Dr. Gerald Quigley. Yes, oh, he was fantastic. I love that man. My mum loves him. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the originals. Yeah. He was one of the original uh, Media Stable members and also to one of the, the oh, very first podcasts we did on the Experts podcast. Yes. Only because, and, and a lot of it was because his experience and knowledge and it's and it's brilliant. But the House of Wellness, national national profiling there, That's that's got it. that must have been a good win. Was a great win, you know. As you said, we've we've been on lots of um, wonderful programs, and you know, have been invited back quite a few times on on many different shows. Um, and so, it's lovely when you can start to build that relationship with with um, particular announcers, and you know, it just makes that whole process much easier as well. What do you think the biggest challenges are for business people for? Uh, just to get themselves sorted. I mean, is it about routine? Is it about organisation? You mentioned routine earlier. Is it we need to get ourselves better organised and accept that sleep is a high priority? Absolutely. I think that it's recognising what your sleep hygiene or your sleep routine or your pattern might look like. Uh, do, Do you wake up feeling good? You know, it, that should be the question. Do I wake up and do I feel good? And if you're not, then it's probably a great place to start to address, okay, so what could I be doing differently to make sure that I'm getting good quality sleep and enough sleep so that I wake up feeling great? That's awesome. So what's I'd love to know what's sort of in, in on the horizon for the Goodnight Co, Shay. I, I, I can oh. imagine there's there's plenty of opportunity out there. What's what's coming in 2021 yeah. and beyond? We've got lots of exciting things happening this year. Um, we touched before on children and we're launching our kids' range, um, kids' range of products in May. Awesome. And then we're also bringing out some new supplements um, later in the year as well. So we've got a lot of new product development happening. Um, we've got the podcast, which we're hoping you know to continue to grow and develop on. We've got a great closed Facebook community, um, which we're encouraging people to get to really connect in there and get more more information and tools and education and support. Um, so lots of really exciting things happening this year. 
That is exciting. God, it's, it sounds busy. It sounds very, very busy. busy. Lots of things going on, <laughs> which is great. Awesome. I'm also glad I can only do those things because I genuinely do get very good sleep. Well, and, and but that's a, that is a big thing. Um, your, your partner, your husband, your your kids. You, you've got everything under control. How do you manage to lock that in? Because I think anyone of us listening here today would be going, How, what are the little tips, hints and advice that you can give us yeah, to make sure Shay's that we top are doing? Three. Top You got a top three there, Shay? <laughs> top three, I try really hard to not feel the overwhelm so that I don't get stressed and anxious. I mean, I know that that is a really tricky thing for, mm. for lots of people, but it's one of those things I've kind of got this attitude, you know what? I am not, I'm not a brain surgeon, I'm not curing cancer, so anything that's going on in my life can't really be that bad, you know, so just put it, I I mentally shut down any of my bad thoughts or things that I think are going to make me feel stressed or anxious, and I go to bed, you know, so I I actually go, you know what, I'm just going to go to bed to shut down my day so I don't have to worry about it. Um, I have a great um, sleep routine, so I love to have a um, a shower or a bath if I can, if I've got time. Oh, nice. So that that is absolutely one of my keys. So when I come home from work, I like to have a shower, and that symbolises the switch for me from work to home. So yeah. I, I try not to bring home uh, work home with me. That's uh, that's a big way that I manage my stress and anxiety. Um, and then my third thing is I like to start my morning by not snoozing so I don't hit the snooze button um, and I like to get up and exercise because our, our actual way to a good sleep routine is the way that we start our mornings. So if we can start our mornings with a hit of sunlight, get up, do some exercise, get the body, the body and the mind moving, then you know, you're, pretty, you're setting yourself up for a great day and then potentially a great night. Oh, great tips. How good are those? I, I feel like I could actually do them, Shay. <laughs> Try those ones. I will. I hey, will. Hey, and go. avoid avoid the coffee first thing in the morning. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, really? Ooh, hang on, hold your horses. Oh, this could this could sorry. be the, this could be it. Sorry. This could be what why why is that? Yeah, tell me why. Well, our our body's not ready for it at <sighs> six or seven or eight o'clock in the morning. So the way that our circadian rhythms work and our the, you know, the way that we're digesting and setting ourselves up, we're actually more wired to be consuming the, the first bit of caffeine at around probably nine thirty, ten o'clock. Um, and that's where we're probably, you know, that's what's going to help us more. So we want it. We don't want to be waking up reliant on that hit of caffeine. We want our bodies to naturally wake up um, and not rely on that that hit. Wow, this is new information. This is gold. Mm. Oh my, I've been yeah. doing it wrong from day one. <laughs> no, I, I'd love I, to know if you're gonna if you're gonna try it and stick to it. No, let let hey, me know how you go. I'll give it a whirl, Shay. Yeah, nothing to lose <laughs> okay. on this end. Well, this, this is, but this is the funny thing, and I think you you mentioned it earlier. Avoid alcohol or avoid that glass of wine because I, I know for a fact that when I do have a couple oh, of glasses of wine, I'm up at two thirty in the morning. Yes, you know, and you right. sort of struggle to get back to sleep, and the sleep's not quality. And I think, too, when you don't have a drink, if you're off the drink for a while and you have that mm. coffee first thing in the morning because you've only been compensating the coffee to take over from the wine. That yeah. You had, you know, yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, a cup of coffee is like you've just injected yourself with, well, all sorts of probably Nothing narcotics else. and uh, <laughs> illegal substances. But it's uh, it feels uh, incredible. Hey, uh, I was – look, I was oh, – I'd love your advice on this show because uh, one of my colleagues was habitually late, habitually late – they went to the doctor and the doctor recommended that they sleep in a herb garden. 
And I mean, this, this sounds unusual, but uh, I can tell you, he always wakes up on time. Oh no! <laughs> I saw that one coming, Nick Hayes. I did too. Shay, Hilarious. let me just apologise on behalf of the Experts <laughs> Podcast for that. All right, I'm done. I, that was a that, shocker. Yeah. That was a shocker. Shay, I want to go back to your podcast. Tell me who. Oh, obviously, we mentioned your guest um, that was uh, talking about the research on Alzheimer's. Who, who else have you loved having on your podcast? Um, we, I recently had uh, nutritionist Carissa Mason on and we talked a lot about hormones and female health as well. Um, so it's not a female-focused podcast, but I, that is a topic of interest for me. So, you know, I, I love all of that peace and support around how we can um, support ourselves through nutrition and the way that we set ourselves up in that space. Awesome. Um, hormones, hormones do play a really big role um, yes. in our sleep, particularly as females. And so, you know, for, for us, for you and I, that is a, that is an area which I think I would strongly encourage all women to go and seek out some extra advice because we, we're going through different phases, whether mm. that's in that pregnancy phase or pre-pregnancy or, um, you know, pre-menopause, so perimenopausal, post-menopausal. So they're all really important times that are going to have some pretty big impact on our sleep. Oh, we're so lucky, aren't we? <laughs> By so we, lucky. I mean you so and lucky. I, Shay. But, 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 <laughs> I know. But, but you, the general female population. Yeah. Look, yeah and, 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 and just from the male population over here, the 50% of us that, you know, sort of walk <laughs> around on this globe, um, we we are also concerned not just for your health and well-being and also to our own. I think yeah. men tend to sort of, you know, put that aside. But also too, when a happy mum, happy bub, you know, sort of happy wife, happy life, and that, you know, that's from a male perspective. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We are also concerned because I think females do uh, and are affected by this more. Mm. Um, but yeah, also absolutely. too, for all the men out there, all the men out there, don't, you know, don't discount this. I think I've underestimated this in the past, thinking that, you know. Thank cannot- you. And and I think that that's a really great topic, Nick, because the, the part of, I'm doing a lot of research in the um, in the female hormone space, so particularly in this peri, perimenopause, postmenopausal um, space, because I think that, it, it is something that is a taboo topic that so many people don't want to talk about, mm. pre- haven't previously wanted to talk about. And a lot of it's driven by, no disrespect, but by men because they don't understand it. Mm. So the lack of understanding and the empathy is not there and we should be talking about it. It should be something that's discussed in workplaces because it can, it, there can be some major impact that happen during this time for women. And I think that we need to bring it to, bring it to life and bring it to the surface and, and just make it a, an everyday topic. I think I think I just think for relationships perspective as well is that yeah. you know, when you think about it, you know, you know, the, your, your your partner might be a little bit cranky, a little bit sort of thing, but you you blame it on something else. Yeah. Maybe an extra hour of sleep, maybe a, a change in routine, a little bit more of a recognition that this is we're probably just not getting all of our nutrients. We need food, we need water, we need sleep. Yeah. We need we need the three. That's uh, it's so important. Hey Shay, I love this topic seriously, <laughs> and I can <laughs> see why me likes it as well because yeah. it is and it does affect us all and I think if we can go away and raise more awareness around this yes it's a joy so you're doing a wonderful job Shay thank you thank you so much for having me and listening and um you know being such great hosts it's been wonderful to oh, be here I will stop it stop it stop it with all that <laughs> but listen Shay it would be remiss of us not to ask you this question particularly for a lot of experts that are coming through the system if you were to give them one piece of advice into breaking into media or at least engaging media what would that be uh, I think just be really clear about your story and what it is that you, what your goal is and what you want to get out of it and just go for it. 
Yeah, I love it. Very short and sweet, but Clarity. so true. Clarity, yep. precision. Clarity of message. That is what we're after. Yep. Well done. Love hey, it. Hey, Shay Morrison, if people want to get in contact with you, how do they do that? Uh, please find us at thegoodnightco.com or um, feel free to check out our social media on The Good Night Co. Instagram or Facebook. Which one's the better one, the Instagram or the Facebook for you? I would go to Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty gorgeous. I'm, I'm more Instagram these days. They've got a great following yeah. there. Yep. And especially yeah. after Facebook, just put you know put a little bit of a question mark well, on whether they can yeah. actually have control of our yeah, side or bastards. not. Yes. <laughs> hey, let's calm down now. Let's okay. just relax. No All more right. coffee for you, Lana Hill. <laughs> uh, thanks, Shay. Thanks, Shay. That's Shay Morrison from the Good Thank Night you. Co. And uh, what a ripping conversation around sleep. Go and get more of it. And if you're not getting more of it. Tell your significant other that you need more of it. Uh, that's another good one, Lana. Yeah, I feel like I've learned something today. I Got have. some proper takeaways. No coffee before 9.30, 10.30. That's going to yep. kill me. Yep, I'll, I'll review. But I'll, I'm going uh, to give it a crack. I'll give right. it a crack and I'll report back next week. Okay, next that's week. That's if I make it on time. All right. All right. See you next I'm, week. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to the Experts Podcast. We'll see you next Tuesday for another expert or another media. Look forward to seeing you. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.